0: There are too many people filled with pain and anger and have allowed that to become their normal. The purpose of this podcast is to awaken those who have fallen asleep behind the wheel of their life, to help them love themselves a little deeper, heal from the pain that they're suffering from, and grow through what they go through by applying mindful attitudes, choices, and habits to their everyday. My name is Sabrina Renee and this is the Mindfully Bree podcast. Those of you that have never seen me before, never been on this page, welcome. My name is Sabrina and I am a mindfulness instructor and I teach peace and progress on the journey of mind-body wellness. So that is all things from self-love to personal growth to a little bit of spirituality and all the ups and downs in between. And I run an online business where I teach all of this stuff in many different forms. Course, uh, coaching, uh, membership, and tonight's video, tonight's live, is actually serving as the trailer for Wednesday evening this this week. This Wednesday, I'm teaching a class called uh, Navigating the Void. And in that class, I'll be talking about the space between who you were or who you are um, and, and who you're trying to become, and what all of that entails, and how to truly make the best um, out of that. So that's Wednesday's class. And today's trailer, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a preview of what that class is gonna be like. And the main topic of today's class is love versus fear. These are the two choices. These are the only two choices that we get. We're either operating from a place of fear-based mindset, um, fearful beliefs and from that place we take action and so if you're starting if your foundation is a fear then you are going to take action in fear and if your intention whether you are willingly doing this or uh, or not you know whether you're intentional about you are feel f- fearful therefore you're taking action in fear some of us may not know that some of us may know that But whether you're aware of it or not, if you take action while you are experiencing, well, not I shouldn't say experiencing fear, but if you take action from a fearful place, um, from within you, you are going to perpetuate more fear. And the same thing goes for love. So if you take action and you set intentions to move forward from a place within you of love, then you are going to perpetuate more love. So let me break that down even further for someone who may possibly just be stumbling onto my teachings for the first time. Um, I've talked about this a lot, and I talk about this this time of year in particular because the darker seasons tend to bring forth some darkness within us. And by darkness, I don't mean bad. I just mean the, the parts of you that you don't shed light on. The parts of you that you may deem shameful or embarrassing or guilty. These are lower vibration um, emotions. And those lower vibration feelings, they have corresponding environments. They have, um, there's going to be people in your life that are going to, you know, have that within them. We all have this within us. It's just a matter of how you approach it. So for instance, the darker seasons, um, we, are, we are quite literally witnessing the trees letting go of their dead ends. And we can take so much from nature. We can, we can watch her in her glory, being what she is, doing what she does naturally. The leaves fall off the trees and that's and not a personal thing. They just fall off because that's it. They're not serving that anymore. It's time to let that layer of them die. And in the leaves case, the leaf dies and starts again. In our case, a version of us can die. And then we can be reborn. We can start again. And that can be something as simple as you telling yourself you are never going to speak foul about who you are and what you're capable of. That's a part of yourself that you can kill. You can kill the part of you that doesn't believe in you right and then you can shed that and so autumn is a wonderful i'm looking at this gorgeous tree um, right outside my office autumn is a wonderful time to look at the parts of us shine light on the darkness and not run from it anymore but to look within it and to ask ourselves what part of my darkness needs a little more light what do i need to shed light on what do i need to be aware of What parts of me do I need to care for a little bit, give a little more attention? And how can you do that through the eyes of compassion? How can you pay attention to your life, your inner world experience through the eyes of compassion and not through the eyes of judgment? And recognizing that maybe this is a season of your life you're not too proud of. Maybe this is a season of your life that you swear you never even saw coming. Maybe this is a season of your life that is scaring you because you don't know what's on the other side and because you don't know what to expect tomorrow. And there's so much unknown in your life that you're walking through and you're walking through with fear. So what parts of you can you give a little more love to? What parts of yourself are you afraid of? Are you afraid to look within? And what other parts that maybe you've seen but you don't want to look too long. And you've labeled that as bad. You've labeled that as shameful, embarrassing, um, things you don't want to share with other people, parts of you that you don't want to express outward. What can you do this week to shed a little more light and to express a little more love to those areas? We all have them. We all have parts of us that we wish we could erase or change. And what I'm offering you is the opportunity to change the way that you speak about those parts of yourself. And I want you to imagine that there's a possibility, because it's real. This is, this is real, what I'm about to tell you. This is absolutely possible for you, even if it seems really far-fetched right now. I want you to consider the possibility that you can become your absolute best friend your biggest cheerleader i want you to consider the possibility that there is no part of you that you hate there is no part of you that you don't love because those are two very different things right you don't have to hate something to not love it to not show love and express love to it so i want you to consider the fact that The relationship with yourself can absolutely be improved and it can get to an ideal state that you've never been to before. And it's possible through lots of change and lots of letting go, but before any action needs to be taken, you got to look at yourself. And so that brings me to today's topic. Are you operating from an old version of yourself? Let's think about autopilot. Uh, I teach about this a lot. So if you've heard me teach about it a million times, I'm sorry. This is a million and one Um, But if you're new, this is this is pretty key So consider this and and really try to think about where this applies in your life so autopilot is the opposite of what I teach which is mindfulness and Autopilot is when you are doing things without paying attention kind of like if you've ever gotten into the car really early in the morning just got out of bed got into the car, got to work, and you kind of did it with one eye open. And that's a, that's a perfect example of the mind and body being a cohesive unit working inside of you to make sure things get done safely. Driving is one of those things. You learn it, you practice it, it's hard in the beginning and then you get it and then your body and your mind kind of like save that as muscle memory. And so we don't have to consciously remember to put the key in the ignition to turn it. We don't have to consciously remember to check the mirrors. We don't have to consciously remember to hit, like put it in reverse and then put it in drive. We know this. It's imprinted within us after we do it for quite some time. And that goes for more than just driving. That's a lot of behaviors. And now this isn't to say that if you're driving on autopilot, which every single person that has a license has done, um, we start off one place we get to another and then we're kind of just like wow that ride was a blur i don't even know how i got here i don't even know how i got home we've all said things like that and when you think about how many times you don't know how you've done something how you've gotten someplace uh what it took to get there that's a lot of missing time in your life and again, I want to make it very, very clear that autopilot is not bad. It's a wonderful evolutionary trait that we all have within us because if we had to focus on every single thing, every single time we wanted to do it, it just wouldn't work out for us. It's kind of like breathing. Our mind and our body, they breathe for us. Could you imagine if you had to remember to inhale and exhale? You'd probably pass out before noon. And so I'm thankful for autopilot. But I also recognize that just as a plane is going to be flying on autopilot and just as I may be functioning on autopilot, I want to make sure that the program that's running within me is updated. So would you get into a plane that has not been updated for 15 years, knowing that all planes run on autopilot? They all do. It's not like, you know, the pilots are all personally driving it. They hit a button and for the most part, they're soaring through the air. But that is maintained, that's checked on, that's made sure that it's gonna get people to their destination safely. Now, our autopilot isn't necessarily as dangerous if we're not paying attention in a life or death kind of way. But if you haven't changed your beliefs, if you haven't changed your thoughts, your habits, your choices for five, 10, 20, 30 years, then maybe it's time to reprogram. Maybe it's time to look and see, am I functioning from fear? Am I functioning from love? And and those are the two that I, I love to live my life by, because living in terms of good or bad can get really overwhelming and kind of dumb, in my opinion. And I say dumb because good and bad is up to interpretation. And... In different seasons of your life, what is bad now could be really good for you at another point. You just never know. And so I invite you to step away from good or bad, uh, from seeing the world that way 100% of the time, black or white, good or bad. Uh, That's just not how it always has to be. And so instead, I want you to consider good being replaced with love and bad being replaced with fear. This is not to say love is good and fear is bad. It's just that every time you ask yourself, is this good, is this bad? I want you to ask instead, am I moving closer to love or closer to fear? And it really helps you lift like that, that heaviness of what you should be doing all the time. Because we end up shooting all over ourselves and we're not really intentional with what we're doing. We start taking action from a place of fear. Like, I really should be doing this or I should be at this point in my life so let me make this decision now and you eventually have to stop and ask yourself like are the decisions I'm making bringing me closer to who I'm trying to be to who I already am which is love and anything that is fearful it feels off inside of us because it's not our true self and fear is real there are real things to be afraid of but I really, really hope that you take a second to think about the choices you're making while you feel fearful. Because if you're making a choice rooted in fear, you are going to perpetuate more fear. And if you're making a choice rooted in love, you're gonna perpetuate more love. So you see how it's really not about good or bad, it's just, where are you going? Are you bringing yourself closer to that ideal version of you, that person that exists, even if it's in your mind? Even if it's in your heart, even if it only exists in the conversations that you have with God, it's fucking real. You can't see it yet because your beliefs are rooted in fear. So, before I break down beliefs, because I don't want to lose anybody, um, I want to talk about how important it is to monitor your thoughts. It's not gonna be easy, but you're the absolute only person to do it and you're already qualified to do it because they're your thoughts, they're your memories, they're your experiences, and it's happening inside of you. So yeah, you can go to the therapist and you can get the coach and you can do the mentorship, but like when you get home, you gotta do the work. For me, I'm, I'm a teacher, I'm a coach, I do I've done one-on-one, I've done group, all of that. There have been hundreds and hundreds of people in my life that I've wanted the absolute best for, but I can't do, I cannot do the best for them. I can give everyone the tools, which I love to do, which is why I'm here right now. And I know that you don't always have to pay for that life-changing stuff. Sometimes it's one sentence you needed to hear and it's like, holy shit, that's exactly what I prayed for this morning, you know? So I offer this, but I I also tell you, like you have to show up for yourself. So if anything is resonating with you, just know that it can't resonate within you unless it's already present with you. Instagram's messing up my vibe, so let me know if I get disconnected again. Um, if anything I say resonates with you, it's because it's already within you. Anytime, if you've ever listened to something I say and you're like, oh yeah, I totally feel that, I didn't give that to you. I just reminded you of your truth. So know that anything you're seeking, anything that feels good to you, that makes you feel like I want that, I need that, you're, you're already on your way just by clarifying that you want it. And it wants you believe me. So let's get back to thoughts. Thoughts become things. Every single thing in your life, in the world, in existence started from a thought. It started from an idea somebody had. Um, maybe they wanted like right now, my phone is on a tripod, like hands-free is the way to be but years ago holding a phone and talking into it would have sounded blasphemous, right? So we get ideas and we get these ideas and we get these thoughts from things that aren't working out for us or that are, and we want to improve it. So I want you to consider the fact that you are the co-creator of your life. You are building all the time and you're building by your thoughts. Now, if you don't know how to manage your thoughts, if you don't have mental discipline, then chances are the life all around you is being built by default. And that just means that when things happen, you think that they're happening to you and that there's not much you can do about it. Here's what I think. I think that life is a very unique curriculum that is constantly unfolding. And every single thing that unfolds is for me. It's for me because it's an opportunity for me to see what I want or what I don't want. It's an opportunity for the universe to present to me like, hey, here's this week's obstacle. How are you going to handle this? How are you going to approach this? The same way you always did? Or are you trying to align with something new? And again, there's no right or wrong. It's just you got to get clear on what you want and what's best for you. What was best for Sabrina 10 years ago isn't even close to what I need to do today to maintain who I am and to stay in alignment with what's important to me. And the only person you should be comparing yourself to is you, past, present, and future. And that's what um, Wednesday's class is going to be a lot about, understanding who you're operating from, past you, present you, future you. And then we're going to break down mindset. So I'm going to give you a little preview to um, Wednesday's class. So we talked about thoughts and we talked about how thoughts become things. But before a thought becomes a thing, there has to be something put in place there. And that's belief systems. So we've probably, you've probably heard the saying, um, seeing is believing. And I, I hope in the next two minutes, I can convince you that that's wrong and that believing is seeing. Hang with me, please. Um, so you've got thoughts, and I want you to imagine that thoughts are seeds, okay? It's a seed of fear and a seed of love, and then we plant it. And just like anything else in life, it needs to be nourished with something. So a fear seed is going to flourish and blossom when, it's, when, it's, when you feed it doubt, when you feed it even more fear, when you feed it insecurity. And when you feed it not enoughness, scarcity, because that's what fear is. We're scared we don't have enough time. We aren't enough or we're too much and people can't handle us. And we're, we're scared that we're going to run out of things, right? So fear is a lack. And as long as you feed that seed with more lack, it's going to grow. And it's going to grow into a belief system of lack. And then what you believe, you will begin to see all around you. So then we have love. And when we plant love, we plant it with abundance and we feed it faith. We have faith that things are going to work out. Faith and fear. Those are the opposites, right? So we have faith that something's going to work out. We pour love into it. We pour intention into it. We're going to start to see possibilities. That's what the belief system is going to grow into. You're going to see possibilities. If you feed faith and you feed love, you're going to see limitations. If you feed fear, There's nothing wrong with these two. It's just a matter of what kind of life are you trying to live? I am trying to live in love because I've lived in fear. And I absolutely remember waking up and not wanting to live at all because my fear was allowing me to see limits. My fear was blocking me from my own potential. There could have been a perfect opportunity to change my life given to me on a silver platter and i would have missed it because my belief system was doing its job and blocking that opportunity out and it was really honing in on limitations and so i found them i found those limitations and i started to live in those limitations and i got to a point that i was just like there's no way i can be this limited in life we are our biggest limit and there will always be obstacles There will always be challenges. There will always be things getting in your way telling you you can't. People telling you you can't. History telling you you can't. And it's not their fault. They're living a life with belief systems that are built on fear. And they're going to see limitations. And I have such empathy, but not sympathy, for people who are living in fear. Empathy because I've been there. I've I've, I've lived what you're living. Even if the circumstances are different, even if the details are different, I know what it's like to wake up and have no faith in myself, in the change that I want, in the dreams that I've had since I was a little girl. Like, I know what it's like to wake up and be like, that can't happen. I want it, but that's not for me. Other people can get that, but not me. I know what that's like. I don't have sympathy because I also know what it's like to wake up And that wake up, it's on you. You have to wake up. And the way that I always wake up, the way that I always level up, is I get to a point where I'm sick of my own shit. (laughs) I'm tired of me. I'm tired of complaining. I'm tired of not getting what I want. I'm tired of not seeing the opportunities that I deserve. So I made changes. And I I really hope, that story went over two minutes, guys, I'm sorry. I wanted to hopefully change your mind in two minutes. It was like four or five. Um, But I really hope that you take something from this. And i hope that you understand like i'm not special and anything i'm saying like if you get it it's already within you you've already have the seed planted you just need to water it you just need to water it so i got four minutes left and i want to end this class with asking you where are you operating from right now and if you're still on here please let me know in the comments where are you operating from for a majority of your life? Is it fear or is it love? And here are a couple ways to To, um, to notice that and to notice the difference When you're fearful you close you go inward um, The first thing I want to do when I feel low And if you feel fearful is go into fetal position First thing close and like back to myself holding myself, right? It's closing in, your fists clench when you're nervous, you start sweating. These are things that feel uncomfortable, right? So think about when you feel fear, even if it's not like afraid, scared for my life fear. If you feel less than, if you feel not enough, if you feel like there's lack in your life, I want you to pay attention to how that shows up in your body. Because there's a belief, right? There's a story that you're telling yourself going on in your head. There's the emotion of fear, right? And then the third one is how it's showing up in your body. And our emotions, they talk to us through our body. If we're sad, we need to cry, right? It needs to come through us. And if you've ever held in your tears, it it hurts. And it's because we're going against what our body is trying to tell us it needs to do. So listen to yourself. Listen to your body. Listen to the stories that you tell yourself in your mind. Every single time you feel fear, every single time you feel love, pay attention. Pay attention. And then you'll be able to cultivate habits and choices and practices that bring you closer to that version of who you want to be. And that even give you a little boost, a little extra compassion for the version of yourself that you don't want to be. Because let me tell you something, just because you don't want something doesn't mean it goes away. And that's why I started this class, this, this live, by telling you, you need to be more compassionate with yourself. You need to shine light on the areas in your life that, just like the dark seasons. The dark seasons, there's so many, there's so many people, and it bothers me, um, that complain about the winter. That complain about the cold. That complain about... Um, it not being 75 degrees all year round, right? But we have to understand like, just like there's perfect weather, there's going to be imperfect weather. And the only difference between the two is your judgment. And that goes the same for how you feel on the inside. As within, so without. Nature is such a beautiful reminder and reflection of who we are. Because the world that we're seeing around us, the belief systems that we've got on the inside created that two people can be standing side by side, staring at the same thing. One person could see possibilities and the other person could see limits. And it's all because of the voice inside their head. We are looking at the same world guys, but we're seeing it differently. Believing is seeing, seeing is not believing. Cause if you believe everything that you see, You're going to fall victim to the belief that things happen to you and they don't. They really don't. Things happen for you, for you. But you're the one that's gotta do it for you because nobody is ever gonna love you the way you love you. No one's gonna have that drive to go after the dreams that you have like you will. I've got the most supportive family, friends, husband, but they don't have my hunger for what I do. It's on me. It's on me and I love that. I step into that responsibility. So I extend that to you. I hope you guys step into that responsibility. I hope you shine light on the dark places inside of you and recognize that they're not bad. They're not good. They are the portal to who you want to become. Those emotions that you're ignoring, listen to them. Those stories you're telling yourself, listen to them. Those beliefs of not enough, that you deserve suffering, that you deserve pain, listen to that. And then be brave enough to rewrite it. And before I end, the real reason, the real um, inspiration behind this class is that um, this is around the time of year for me, October, November, where anxiety's heightened, and then December to February, I go into depression. I've watched this for, <laughs> years on end i know these triggers i know these patterns and i'm blessed to know these triggers and patterns i know it's difficult to look at what happens within you and and sit with it and find a way out and so that's why i teach this Uh, i want you to know you're not alone and i want you to know that there is a way out and i have the tools i have all of that stuff i can give you but at the end of the day my friend you gotta show up for you you are plenty you are enough as you are And just because you're in a dark season doesn't mean there is no light. We just have to be where we are as a portal to get through it and end up where we're going. So I send you love, I send you light, and more importantly, I send you the courage to look within yourself and see beauty, because I do. Thank you so much for checking out today's episode. I really, really appreciate it. And if you liked what you heard, then there's a good chance you're going to like some of the other content that I create. So go ahead and check out the show notes for all of the links to my social channels, my website, and any products or services that I'm offering. And remember, love, heal, and grow through the seasons of your life. Stay mindful, friends.